0: 6.37, I want to get to my next guest right away because he's actually sitting on a plane. And I'm hoping that, uh, you know, halfway through this interview, the steward doesn't or the, uh, you know, uh, flight attendant doesn't come along and say, put that thing away. So uh, it's uh, wonderful to have back on the show uh, MP Kevin Waugh, who was on a committee that questioned individuals from Hockey Canada about this sexual scandal. So, uh, first of all, uh, Kevin, it's nice to have you back. Good morning.
1: Yeah. Uh, Good morning, John. As you can hear in the background, uh, they are giving us directions here. (laughs) Okay, so... But that's good. We've got lots of time for you.
0: Good. All right, so what's your reaction to this? We have five members of the 2018 Canadian junior hockey team who've been told to turn themselves in. So the day of justice is coming. Yeah, I hope you
1: can hear me, John, but it's about time. Uh, It's over five years now since this incident occurred in 2018 in London, Ontario, and it's gone on too long. Um, There has been a a black cloud over Hockey Canada, and in particular, all those players that participated in that foundation in June, London, Ontario, and of course, the whole team that won the gold in 2018. So long overdue, uh, I think uh, the resources were needed more with the London police uh, to have the investigation move along, but we can see now that there allegedly is going to be some charges on February 5th, as the London police will have the news conference. But I really feel for EM, the victim in this case, and I also feel for many of the hockey players on that team that were not associated with this, but were included in it because of Hockey Canada saying everybody on this team from 2018 now cannot compete in, in-, in-
0: sided. What, what do you say to people who would argue that, you know, a certain degree of risque behavior is just a part of hockey culture? I'm hearing from people this morning via text who are saying, oh, come on.
1: Yeah, we're seeing more and more of this, of course. Hockey's always had that, I think, John, that that mentality. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, actually, the Professional Women's Hockey League will change a lot of that narrative in this country. Um, you know, it's always been natural to be the, the, the guys in junior hockey, uh, you know, across this country, because let's face it, many of these centres, they are the superstars. And it's got to change. Um, Hockey Canada has got to change. They've started. And I think, to be honest with you, John, they had to start because we did the investigation at the Parliament level. Uh, it was first time in a long time that all four parties agreed, I think, when Hockey Canada came, uh, dealing with this cover-up scandal, if you don't mind me saying, because Hockey Canada paid $3.55 million just to have... Uh, really, this incident uh, to go away. And and then, anyways, it was reported two years later in court in London, and, and here we are today. So you know, hockey has to change. Uh, sport has to change. And uh, this may be the start of a big revolution, I think, in sports. I'm very disappointed in Sport Canada. John, I, 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 to be honest with you, I, it's they didn't do their due diligence. They were informed of this. They did nothing, and I think that's the point that we have to deal with in this country is uh, Sport Canada, them going ahead, uh, properly investigated, and we would have never been here five and a half years later.
0: One last question for you because, you know, Hockey Canada has made a lot of changes and, you know, the entire board of directors was replaced along with the CEO. But now that there's going to be a trial, all this stuff comes back to haunt them. So what, what do you think lies ahead?
1: It's Interesting, John, because they got the sponsors back for the World Junior that just took place in Europe, and, and now here we go again. Uh, And this will be in the front page, this will be the lead story in every radio station newscast when it it does hit the airwaves on February 5th when the London police come forward. Um, I think this is good. It will be interesting to see how Hockey Canada, if they in fact will react at all. Um, I'm kind of interested in Gary Bettman and the NHL, how they're going to deal with this. Uh, because a number of the players, as you know, the five of them, uh, were drafted uh, by uh, certain teams in the NHL. So how is the NHL going to um, deal with this when really uh, it was the junior clubs and Hockey Canada in particular that had the rights at the time of the foundation and and where this happened? So I think there's a lot of gray area we're going to see, even though, you know, a player like Doug's of philadelphia is involved here and he's taken a leave along with of the calgary flames so it's going to be interesting to see where this goes this has to get cleared up before we move forward so i think it's going to be interesting the charges and you know i was kind of surprised john that only five players because we heard all along there was eight or nine players involved but i guess the investigation that they did in london Uh, proves that really in their mind that there will be only five that will be charged with this.
0: Thank you very much, sir, and uh, I'll let you get on with your flight. Remember, seat in the upright position and put your tray away. (laughs) I'll do that, John. All the best. Take care. Good to have you. That's MP Kevin Waugh, and uh, he has appeared on our show numerous times as a result of him being on the committee that was questioning Hockey Canada in the wake of all of this. And Um, you know it's between him and lawyers I guess because he just named two of the people I'm not going to but, I will tell you, you know, if you're curious, if you go deep into the Globe and Mails coverage, you can find out some names. But again, I don't think it's um, it's fair at the moment. These people may have done some terrible things, but it's only by inference that some of the five have been publicly identified until the police name them. They are not officially public suspects. Uh, Robin Doolittle, who broke the story in the Globe and Mail, is going to be on our show at uh, nine thirty-five this morning. Uh, incidentally, when we talk about how they're trying to change the culture in um, juvenile hockey, junior hockey, you know, young hockey players, uh, I've been trading messages with Brock McGillis and. You may be familiar with Brock McGillis's name. He played pro hockey, but he was in the closet and gay, and the number of slurs and the hostility that he encountered drove him to alcohol and depression and anxiety and everything, and he finally cashiered out. And who knows? Would he have made it in the NHL? He made it in pro hockey, but he didn't get to the NHL. But he conceived of a presentation he does now to young hockey players, and it's about everything from, uh, you know, tolerance and generosity and not showing hatred toward people. I mean, it's so common to check a guy up against the boards and then drop the F word, but it's also about sexual behavior and consent and inclusion. And I know that some people look at that and say, oh, you know, that's not, that's not what hockey's about. That's not what being a man is about. No, actually being a good person is exactly what being a man is all about. So, uh, I'm, I actually asked Brock, I said, listen, next time you do, and he's done a hundred of these presentations so far. And I said, next time you're in the Toronto area, I want to come and watch one of these and see what it is you say to these young players. And I want to see what their reaction is as well.